walking help us. They've breached the walls. How the hell did they get through? Was it through the last time on the Incorrigible Party? And now the gargoyle is going to spin away from you, Gozer, and take a step towards the window with Thuft. Shaft, I was coming to get you to help with Gozer. What the heck? You've got your own gargoyle in there? What's going on? Yeah, get, get the hell out of my way! What? But there's a gargoyle with Gozer, too! <laughs> okay, but I'm gonna get closer to Gozer! So as this, this mass of flesh has come at you out of the dark, it wraps you up, and you start getting dragged towards this figure... And your, like, your imagine Falzern is like getting flashbacks to his one v one with the ogre as this massive, oversized toad steps out of the shadows, and its tongue has reached out and grabbed you as it's pulling you closer to it. But what you do find is kind of this spot of like this slime, like this goopy. Uh, almost like um, like spittle or, or saliva of something. All right, I'll make you a deal. Give me the bag of holding, and I'll go with you to get the wizard. The whole bag of holding? All his stuff? Yeah. Yeah, if we find him, I'll give him his stuff back. If we find it, he's dead. I get my split and what's in the bag. Uh, let's cut to Falzerin by himself. We have to get to the Jiminy Eagle and continue the adventure. Falsey, you you come too, kind of coughing and sputtering and spitting out this this sour-tasting slime, uh, the same goop that coats your entire body. And you you come too in a completely dark cave, no sources of light at all, but of course you do have your dark vision, so you can make out the surroundings around you. Uh, You're kind of laying on this rough stone floor, and before you stands the Isabella Good. And she's kind of leaning on, on this jet black, ornately crafted, uh, like, podium. And it's got, like, a series of, of thick wires attached to the side of it that run down to the stone floor. And they kind of continue into the into the darkness to the left and, and right of you. <laughs> Hello, Falzer. So lovely to see you again. Uh, strap him in. Isabella, what... what? What's going on here? As you reply, the kind of the, behind you, this spindly and surreptitiously strong arms of uh, the same creature that abducted you from your room at the Jimmy Eagle, they wrap around you and, and try to grapple you and lift you off the ground. So you can make uh, either an athletics or an acrobatics check to try to get out of its grasp. Okay, that's an eight. That is a fail, and the the this toad-like creature kind of slams you down on top of this like like 45 degree angled kind of wooden table and as it secures your your wrists and your ankles to it with leather straps and it finally crosses another strap tightening across your chest completely immobilizing you but from now your new vantage point you're kind of you're looking out into this huge large cavern and you can't see the end of it so you, you kind of know it's still within that range of your 60 foot dark vision there's a kind of literally right in front of you that run the length of this cave and there's a series of columns that extend up to the ceiling but 40 feet above kind of spaced the down the length of the of the room almost kind of obscuring set off to the side of them the six similar wooden tables that you've been strapped to all kind of laying flat like a normal table would and upon each there's what looks like kind of these dirty sheets that are draped over uh, some type of motionless mass what do you think of my splendid creation? I made it just for you. It took some effort, but you're well worth it, Walter. What is this you've you've got going on here, Isabella? This this does not look anything like the cave that I stumbled across last time with the rest of my adventuring party. What's going on here? I I did tell you I had to relocate. You certainly did, but this this looks much different. What? What do you plan to do with this whole setup? Well, I, I told you there was something special about you. I could sense it. And she kind of pauses and she picks up this dagger-like crystal. It's kind of made of the same, like, inky black that the, that the podium is constructed of. 
And from the end of it, where like the from the end of where the hilt would be on a normal dagger, another one of these wires kind of trails uh, down from the end of it, drags on the ground as as she walks walks up to you. We'll do we'll do great things together, <laughs> Mister Abs. <laughs> she stabs this crystal dagger into your heart, oh. in the middle of your chest. And you kind of feel this intense pressure start to swell through your chest cavity. This crystal dagger gets hotter and hotter and quickly begins to melt and kind of burn the flesh around where it's pierced you. This is not good. The the crystal kind of takes on the, the consistency of like a molten metal. And this burning sensation, it radiates throughout your entire body as the, the this liquid crystal, it enters your bloodstream. Each like panicked beat of, of your heart kind of permeates every cell of your body with whatever this this substance is, and somehow through this intense pain, you've you've managed to to stay conscious. And now, kind of Isabella with a with a like big grin on her face, she kind of walks back to to this black podium and she picks up an identical looking crystal dagger, and you can now see that this the end of this one is that wire is attached to this this second one that she's picked up with a flourish. And a smile again raises above her head and just kind of slams it down into the top of the podium, stabbing into it as well. She throws one of the many levers that are kind of on the top of it. And this intense heat immediately begins to subside. And you kind of get this brief moment of, oh my god, maybe it's over. But then they're quickly replaced by these jolting pulse that kind of shocks you every every second or two. And each pulse seems to like send this this little ball of dark green light through these wires and now kind of the only source of light in this room and it starts to travel from one end of these two daggers to the other end almost as if you're like putting filling a bucket full of water just kind of plunks into the bottom of this podium and it's the very bottom starts to glow the same kind of green as it begins to fill from whatever is being kind of pulled from your body. So these pulses are going away from me and towards the podium. Yeah, like th- like out of you and into this podium. Through the wire. Through the wire, yeah. Okay, this is this is appearing more and more bleak. <laughs> and uh, Isabella has still smile on her face. She just kind of turns back to you. Oh yes, we'll do great things together. Isabella, this doesn't look like a great thing. What's going on here? What have you just stabbed into my chest? This is madness. What are you doing? Why, you... You did happen to take my manual of golems. I I was left with no choice. Well, I mean... I've had to go go to plan B. I I don't necessarily know it was your manual of golems when I took it. But I, I can tell you where to get it back. You can probably get it back for, you know, a lot less than it's worth, actually. Oh... Why well, do tell? Where is it? Well, I mean, this is the one uh, bargaining chip I've got in the game right now. I'm not sure I'm going to tell you where it is unless you're going to get me unhooked from this or tell me what's going on. I don't like the looks of this. Well, uh, as I said, this is plan B, and so far it's working. So m- maybe we'll revisit in a couple hours and we'll see how you feel. Wait, wait, wait. Tell me tell me what's going on here. She just starts to walk down the length of this cavern as you're kind of yelling at her. And you see the big toad thing. It kind of just slinks into the shadows and just disappears. Okay, so back to uh, the rest of the party. Now you guys have kind of taken this short rest, rolled some of your hit dice off mic. But you all, actually, the three of you leveled up to level five. Yay! Finally, feels like for, feels like forever. So, who wants to start our usual roundtable of of uh, a new new level up abilities? I'll do mine because it's not that uh, not that much. So, I got up, I got some hit points, of course, and my proficiency, along with all of this, our proficiency bonus went up uh, from plus two to plus three. The main thing for Shaft is now he gets two attacks per round. We, I gain uh, two second level spell slots, and I did some swapping out of a few spells in the process here. So I, I got rid of uh, Ensnaring Strike and Hail of Thorns, because I don't think they were really doing me a lot of good. And because if I remember to use them anyway. 
And I added alarm, pass without a trace, and locate object as uh, my so my four spells along with Hunter's Mark, three spells along with Hunter's Mark, and my spell save DC went up to eleven, and that's pretty much it for Shaft. Sweet. How about Gozer? Gozer went goes faster now, ten mile an hour faster, and whatever <laughs> you, the unit of measurement is faster. <laughs> So now I can now move 40, and Ooh, I nice. get two attacks per turn, which means if I am frenzy raging, I get three attacks per turn. What? Yeah. Why did you guys tell me to be a rogue? This is stupid. Because you get backstab and sneaky sneaks. Okay, well, you seem pretty cool, cool. It is pretty cool. And I continue to not have to worry about spell slots. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. How many hit points does Gozer have now? 57. Holy nice. Hannah. Dang. So is that all? Is that That's it for level 5? That's it for level 5. Barbarian. Okay, uh, Bryn, what, does, what do you get? Um, I'll try to remember this. I'm up to 49 hit points because of tough. You use tough? Good, good, good. I use tough, yep, and I took like the basic. Right, the average plus your con. Yep. My hit dice, that's what I'm confused about. Do I, how many hit dice do I so have? So now it's it's equal to your level. So you have five hit dice of like 5d8s are uh, your, as your Okay, new so hit I never, I forgot to change that at level four then. Oh, yeah, yeah. And how about uh, your roguelike abilities? So, so yeah, so my sneak attack is now 3d6. I have uncanny dodge. So when I see an attacker hit me, I can use my reaction to half the damage. Nice. And yeah, we kind of talked about that off mic. I was a little bit confused about that. I can't react every single hit. I have to react once per round. Yeah, like once per round of combat. That's how many reactions you get. So I thought it was cooler than it was, but I'll still take it. Right. And and now that quite a few of you have uh, interesting things you can do with your reactions, this is where uh, I think maybe one one of the main components of avoiding being surprised is like it's better for you right now because Bryn, if you were surprised and you got hit you you don't have your action or reaction until you are no longer surprised i gotta see him Mm -hmm. exactly so thuft also leveled up with you guys and basically he just gets a, a pretty significant bump in hit points he also gets another attack but he's still pretty squishy <laughs> as he is a tiny little goblet mighty mighty stuff cool uh okay well why don't we just get right into it so Brendan Schaff are in the midst of this argument <coughs> <laughs> uh, no we took a we took a rest though and we sort of just had a discussion pouted about, this, about right? it <laughs> all right so what do you what do you say we uh I mean, like I said, I'll I'll be happy to go. I guess try to help save this guy. You know, you'll be happy, eh? Mm-hmm. It, it, yeah, but you understand why it has to be something in it for me, right? Yeah, I understand. I just I feel like I feel like I could have saved him. You know, like I feel like if I would have been in my room that night, I could have maybe avoided all of this. And so I'm just that's where my level of guilt's from. That's why I was trying to cling on to his things. That's why I'm pushing for going to get him. I understand. You understand. We need to go get him. So, here. Take your stupid bag. And I chuck it at Shaft's head. Okay. Strap it onto my belt. I go, that does bring up a good question. Where were you? At first I told you I was out for a walk. I mean, I was walking. That's not a lie. Obviously, if I got this gold here and everything. Uh, do you remember when we were in Blake Lakely's office? There was a, there was a safe? Yeah. I, I recall, yeah. I had to suck up to that guy. So Bryn looks over at, at Gozer and Thuft and looks over at Shaft and she's like, yeah, so I broke into Blake's office and I got into that safe. Yeah, we were talking about some of that stuff at the bar, I think, right? No. Yeah, the, the little tiny, a little tiny uh, horse in the bottle. Oh, no, 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 you're misunderstanding. I, I broke, that was from a box on top of the safe when you guys were in the office with me. I snuck out after my four hours trance and I went into the off- mayor's office myself, and I broke into, like, a locked safe. Like, oh, son of a... Like a combination lock safe. Yeah. I didn't pick up on that. Okay. What'd you get? Yeah. 
I'm I pretty thought, awesome, first I, of all. That's I just want to say that. I mean, it was pretty. It went pretty well. Thanks for asking. I uh, I um, thought you picked up that cash in the box. No, no, it was in the. It was in a lock safe. Ugh, okay. You get anything other than money? Well, I kind of had time to rummage through his desk and and look at all sorts of stuff and try to figure out what's going on. So basically, from what I can figure out, it all has to do with the tower job, which I know Shaft's not interested now that he's getting paid anyway. But there were blueprints for the towers, and there was a contract for construction dated 40 years ago, and it was signed by Drake Lakely, which I'm guessing is some relative of Blake Lakely, and it was signed by Samuel Coltis as well. So the mayor... His family, someone, like, they're working together to build these towers with the cultists, like, the paladins of cultists. I, I don't, I didn't fully understand who and what, but Samuel's still their leader. I don't know if Drake Lakely's still alive or what the deal is there, but there's newer and larger towers, there's older towers, there's all, like, the Lakeleys are in construction. I basically could figure that out, and... I had to get the heck out of there. I took the money and I and I tried to remember as much as I could, but about the towers, I didn't take anything with me because I didn't want them to suspect that I was in there. So why would Blake have Detmer hire us? That's what I'm trying to figure out. I don't know why we have to take down these towers if he signed a contract to build and maintain them or whatever. Like they're working together or did at some point. Well, now I'm intrigued. Yeah, me I too. mean, the more I think about it, we still have to fulfill the contract so Detmer doesn't uh, send somebody like yourself after us. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking we should still try to try to figure out exactly what's going on with these towers. I mean, at this point, maybe Falzern has some information. Maybe Izzy and whatever else is going on, like they're in on it too. I don't know. Well, the Lakeleys are fishy, though. It's it's a weird situation. So you said this this. What did you say you saw when uh, out in the road or something that might have taken Falzern? Oh, well, I... So, okay, so on my way back to the hotel, there was a bunch of lights burnt out right by the hotel, and there was two guards dead outside, and then I turn around because there was this huge frog-like... Leland, what did I see? <laughs> I'm forgetting. This frog thing with a tongue... Like frog or toad like about the size of an ogre, very large. And I shot him with an arrow and he disappeared. Like that's what I remember. So that's what we've been tracking here, but Yeah. We're pretty sure it took Falzern. And we're pretty sure so. it's yeah. One or another one like it, I don't know. Well I guess why don't we do this? Let's go track this thing and find out where it might possibly be and scope out the situation before we go headlong into this. Right, Gozer? Scope out the situation before we attack things. Gozer, kill frog. Yeah, yeah, you will be able to kill the frog. Yeah, we want you to be sneaky sneaky. Can you be sneaky for a little bit with us, Gozer? Gozer, sneak. Yeah, okay. And I'm going to tiptoe around to show you how sneaky I am. And she's like, (laughs) boom, boom, boom. (laughs) (laughs) See? Gozer sneak. Soft sneak. And I bump him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Soft sneak too. Just just like King. <laughs> Bryn's just like tossing her dagger around. Like, you guys rested? Let's go. Let's get out of here. I'm going to continue to track best I can. You guys had kind of stopped and had able to, with Bryn's uh, help with the earbuds of the bullet, you kind of avoided any more of the burrowing ant kegs and you're kind of past the purposely collapsed buildings and, and now is to this very outer rim of, uh, you know, like the pit traps and stuff. So you'll have to just navigate through through those. So why don't you all give me uh, some perception checks? 11. 18. 21. Bryn and Gozer are certainly able to, to lead uh, Shaft and Thoft around and avoid any untriggered pit traps, and you do kind of get past, you know, a mile outside of the city uh, limits, basically, past these defenses, and let's continue to do a survival checks here to, to keep on the track of of this toad thing. I have a 16. Okay, yeah, absolutely. So now, I think we had mentioned it before once, uh, it's kind of, you're full daylight now, right? Sun is, sun is up uh, early morning, and... You now are actually picking up like these kind of large five-toed footprints 
that you can continue to track kind of north north five northwestern toed. five toed yeah like it has i like that pun That's five a toed one. toed five toed toed <laughs> okay we're, i'm gonna keep on the track and and look out you know try to look out into the distance and see if i see anything that uh, are we getting into the hills into the the mountain area yeah, you're still about five or six miles kind of from where this hill, hilly terrain begins. So as you guys are kind of traveling for another uh, two or three hours as you approach kind of this change in, in terrain. And you kind of suddenly come to almost like you walk into this sense of dread kind of. And you can notice kind of around you there's like a huge abundance of all variations of snakes and uh, insects, you know, large flocks of birds above you in the sky, just kind of like, almost like these these animals and, and reptiles are swarming. It's not really paying you any mind, you know, they're, they're, you haven't been attacked by anything, but it's just kind of like this large, these gatherings of all these different types of animals. How close are they to us? Kind of all around you. I'm going to try and smash one with my foot and stomp on sure. something. Sure, yeah. Just for fun. <laughs> Stomp. Can I do some kind of nature check or something to see if I, it feels like these creatures are all going towards something or surrounding something or or if they just happen to be in the area? Sure, sure. do a nature check. Oh, that would be a two. Go there and Brynn, you could also roll a nature check if you'd like. Sixteen. Fifteen. As Gozer kind of walks over and smashes, puts her boot down on a group of spiders and maybe a snake they again they're they're not like uh very reactionary they're just kind of they're not they don't seem to be moving in any particular direction like they're not like gravitating towards uh, a particular spot they're just very very strangely a lot of them (laughs) Hmm. that is weird yeah are they acting abnormally or just there's just a lot of them moving by um well certainly abnormal that they're all like clumping together like they are so yeah i guess they are acting abnormally (laughs) (laughs) i meant like in a a wandering days or or, i mean moving quickly well the the birds the birds certainly look like they're still like their their flying hasn't been impacted they're not like you know like wobble they're just kind of circling above overhead and some of them are kind of picking off maybe some of the, these huge things of spiders, as you know, as they're <laughs> they don't look like they're entranced or anything like that. Okay. All right. Well, there's a lot of animals around here for some reason. It's a little strange, but it looks like the tracks are still pretty clear. So let's uh, let's continue on. Yeah, this is weird. And Bryn just keeps like being grossed out by spiders. Yeah, let's keep a close eye out on stuff. Brin's like a murderer, but like hates spiders, hates them. Can I try and catch a snake? Yeah, absolutely. There. Can you make me? <laughs> can you make me? Uh, why don't we just do a sleight of hand? Sleight of hand. That's an eighteen. Yeah, you easily pick up one of these. <laughs> pick up a snake. You know, it's maybe like two feet long or so. Kind of skinny. Okay, holding it behind its head, I'm gonna like hit soft with it a little bit. Not like hard, but just kind of like irritatingly. He's going to try to Aww. grab one as, of his own. Oh, he can't catch one as he tries. No, can't, <laughs> let me get one too. Get one for me. <laughs> and I'm just going to kind of like hold it he out of his reach. He wants a pet, Gozer. Give him a pet. <laughs> and he's like <laughs> swiping at it and jumping trying to get it. Soft one snake. Yeah, soft th- one snake. I'm going to drop it on the ground in front of him. Okay, he scrambles to grab it. And still can't, even though the snake is a little dazed oh, no. from dropping. It's just... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm going to look upset that he let it get away and go, <sighs> and just walk off. Sorry, sorry, King. Sorry. Blah. As you continue northward, um, you hear like this this kind of coming from all around you, ever even coming, starting to come like intermittently, like this, this cackling laughter. Why don't you all do me a perception check? Damn. Ooh. 22. 9. 16. Changing dice. Changing dice, always. 
Well, even uh, Gozer, with Gozer's excellent role, the source of the laughter or to try to pinpoint some type of direction is just indiscernible and it's just like it's just kind of coursing all all around you guys. <laughs> with a See, little I, bit of an echo as well. I pictured it being <laughs> No, it's uh it's it, it, it does sound more deep. It's not mm-hmm. high pitch at all. Dang it. Uh that's not good. Uh I uh, think Yeah. Somebody happy. Yeah, happy you think Yeah. I'm not getting Somebody that feeling. Somebody else caught snake. Yeah, someone got a pet <laughs> snake. That's what it is. Didn't get lost by little goblin. Gozer, what what did we say? We're being sneaky. We're scouting, right? Gozer sneaky. Okay. All right. Remember. And then Bryn keeps walking. Do we as we keep going? Does it look like the trail that we're following that this creature's picked up its pace? Is is walking slower than before can we can i surmise any of that it doesn't look like it doesn't seem like it's slowed down at all okay yeah as if it's been keeping up a steady pace all right do we see anything out on the horizon any anything that might indicate a a place a you know a palace a castle or a cave or anything like that or is it just barren landscape it's 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 fairly barren, but you can see about a mile or so. You can see where the foothills start, and they they kind of start the, the elevation in the terrain uh, rises. From from your vantage point, you don't see like any type of specific like opening or cave opening, or, or there's no like structures um, out there. Actually, the closest thing you kind of see as you're progressing down this this. For lack of a better word, trail is it's not like a road or anything, but come upon like kind of this small stone cairn, just seemingly placed in the middle of of nowhere. Spread around the bottom of it, you see what looks like like gemstones. Gemstones? Yeah. What colors? I don't know. It depends how close you guys are getting to this. You see it, you know, maybe 80, 90 feet off. You can kind of see maybe. Make out some like sparkling in, in in the sun as it's like a pile laying there with no bodies or anything around it. Yeah, I wouldn't say a pile. There's maybe you can you can make out certainly uh, one one kind of yellowish one and maybe a handful of three or four other or white. From this distance, they look like they would maybe pearls. Shaft, are you seeing what I'm seeing? Yeah, I see it, and I want it, but I don't I see know. It, I want it. I tell you what. We might be able to to sneak up to it. I mean, I don't, do you see anything around? I don't see anything. I mean, the Karen over there, the thing of stones. Yeah, yeah, but, I mean, are there, are there still a lot of animals and stuff around? Yep, yep. Well, hmm. you probably have the best chance of... I'll tell you what, why don't I go over on this side and uh, go or you go over that way a little bit, and then you can try to sneak up there and get them if you want to. We got your back. How close am I to the uh, gems? I don't know. How close are you getting to them? You're currently probably maybe 80, 90 feet away. Yeah, I meant currently. Okay. Here, I gotta do a greed check. Oh, oh shit. My. I rolled a 19. I want them. A greed check? <laughs> oh my gosh. Greed. <laughs> okay, um, how about you guys sneak up, like, you know, within fighting distance of them in case something pops out at me and then I'm not, like, 80 feet away by myself? I tell you what, I think we can all go get them. I'm going to cast okay. Pass Without a Trace. Ooh. So, I'll What's read that through shaft? that one. It's a new spell that I just got, so I'm going to try it out. It says, uh, A veil of shadows and silence radiates from you, masking you and your companions from detection. For the duration, each creature you choose within 30 feet of you, including you, has a plus 10 bonus to dexterity stealth. Uh, checks and can can't be tracked except by magical means. Oh, this is really more for cracking, isn't it? Creature that receives this bonus leaves behind no tracks or other. That's not going to do me any good. Forget I said that. Doesn't it also though add a plus ten to stealth? Plus ten to stealth, but yeah, there's nothing that we see, right? I want to do a perception check. Sure. You looking for something in particular? 
Uh, just anything other than the animals you previously described, okay. but I rolled a one, so never mind. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll tell you what. Let's give it a shot. Let's do it. I'm going to cast Pass Without a Trace. It's and good. then you're going to let me go sneak up there? Uh, all of us can go because it's a plus 10 for uh, all of us. Unless, unless of course, we don't feel that Gozer is going to be sneaky sneaky enough. I mean, I got a pretty are you, good... Are you saying that as Shaft or are you saying that as John? <laughs> okay, let me put this again. Hey, hey uh, Gozer, you and your little buddy stay here while we go up there and try to see if we can uh, snatch those things. Yeah, sounds good to me. Gozer, remember, sneaky sneaky, it's not your thing. Gozer, Just... sneak! Goes or no, stay here, and I walk off towards it. Oh, gosh. All right, I cast it and run up next to Gozer. <laughs> so how long does it last? It lasts for one hour. Ah, very nice. Okay. And do you have to maintain hour. concentration or no? Uh, it doesn't specifically say on the card here it's a concentration spell, but I can look it up in the book. Sure, uh, just just in case. So you are all... Well, Thoth is certainly... Running Do after King. Do we all roll stealth yeah. or what? Yeah, if everyone wants to roll me a stealth check to approach uh, this cairn and, and the gemstones. Heck yes, Wood Elf Longbow! And you add a plus 10 to whatever you roll. It is concentration, yes. Okay. 27. So my stealth without that was 27, so 37, son! Wow. Uh, tw- 24. And Duff got a 28. You better believe it. So, are you guys walking? Do you want to get, like, right up to this? Do you want to get within where you could grab these stones, right? The gemstones? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you all safely get up to this cairn. These gemstones are kind of uh, right at the base of it. And and the cairn is just kind of the stacking of stones. It's maybe a foot, a foot and a half off the ground. Kind of small. But now you're right up there, you, you clearly see that uh, there's one kind of sizable yellow topaz and uh, three uh, white pearls kind of in this little little pile. Hey, Bren, you can you uh, look around and see if this is trapped in some way? It looks, it looks way too uh, inviting to not be a trap. I think I can. Hold on, I'm looking at my sheet. <laughs> I don't think I have any proficiency in... Finding traps? Do you, Leland? I don't. Uh, well, you you could all again. You could all make another uh, perception check. Like I don't know if you want to check out the cairn itself. It's if that's where you think the trap lies, as you've already safely moved right up to it. I'm looking for some kind of pressure plate or something that maybe the gem is attached to, or something okay. that might uh, when you take the gems, it's going to set off some kind of alarm. Sure. Track. Okay. You could all make uh, make a perception check there, as stuff stuff will do. Gozer is only looking at the rocks, the the actual cairn, okay. and trying to figure out what it is, why it's there, what might be under it. But I only Rin's got a ten. Seventeen. Nineteen. Okay, so Emily, um, you don't notice anything particular about the cairns. I mean, you all know that a cairn is just some type of marker of 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 some sort, uh, and it could be used to mark uh, any number of things. It could be, it could be a, a waypoint for traveling in in the foothills off of this road. It could be, it could even be a grave marker. Is it rectangular or square or like what are the dimensions of it? Uh, again, it stands about a foot or so off the ground. Maybe did I say two? Um, and it's it's very slight. It's just kind of the the rocks that are used to pile it are maybe they could they, they could probably each fit in 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 your big gozer hand probably you know they're like fist size so um, kind of like kind a of rocks really short signpost yeah kind of just, just stack okay exactly Sh- uh, shaft and brin on the the gems themselves and kind of what they're just lying on on this dirt ground and you don't see it notice any mechanisms around them or, or anything that looks suspect Okay, I'll pull out my rapier, and I'm going to go on that big one and sort of turn it over. Just just tap it. Tap it over. And as soon as you move the yellow one, this purple and white specter just kind of shoots out from it. And, like, soundlessly. And we can all roll initiative. Specter. I need to, like, Google specter real quick. Like a ghost, sort of. Yeah, it looks, it's very, it's ethereal. It's kind of made of the, it looks like this, it's constructed of this purple haze. 
and like you could put your hand right through it if you were to try. Okay. 16 for Brun. 9. 11. Okay, so first is Spectre. It's just kind of flown up, and you see it's just kind of hovering, and you know, it's 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 bottom half kind of trails off into like a like the bottom, you know, like your typical like Casper ghost, like this kind of has no legs as it's just hovering above this ground. And it immediately moves to shaft. I'll just assume it's friendly. And it and it swipes at you with its with its ghosty hand. And ooh, you're lucky. 18 to hit. Is it a melee attack? It is. So I can use as a reaction my defensive duelist, which gives me an 18. But uh, I think, do you get that on yeah, on ties? Yeah, the tie still hits. So it, oof, it hits you for 15 necrotic damage. Damn! And can you make me a constitution saving throw? Oh, dear God. Wait a second, which is the good die here? Okay, this one. <laughs> the good die. Constitution? Uh, let's see, that's plus one, that's a 15. You are fine. <laughs> oh, goodness. As this as hand kind of swipes through your chest, you kind of feel like this tug uh, from inside of you as you're able to wrench whatever it's grasped out of it, out of its hand as it continues its swipe. Next is Bryn. <laughs> it's a ghost, right? It's, yeah, it's uh, basically a ghost. I'm like, what the heck? Can you shoot arrows at a ghost? I don't know. Would Bryn know that? Why don't you do me and... Like, I don't know. I'm new to this ghosting biz. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. You know this. It's engaged with shafts, though. So it I is engaged with shafts, yeah. Yeah. Why don't you do... Uh, make make me a history check. Elena is confused, at least. Okay. My history check's 11. Uh, okay, well, I mean, you certainly heard, heard of ghosts before ghosts and specters, and... You, you do know that they uh, will certainly have some types of damage resistances, but uh, you you will be able to hurt it should you hit it. Ooh, okay, so I take out my sweet longbow and I uh, aim it at him. That is a natural 20, son. Wow, that's huge. Okay, so you're going to roll twice the dice? Twice the dice. You made fun of how many sets of dice I had, Bill. Including your sneak attack. So I need 3d6. You need 6d6. 66, I mean. And 2d8. And then I add my dex after all that, right? Yeah, plus the plus one, also plus one because of your bow, right? Right. All right. Well, I rolled two ones. That's fun. Yeah, that's 32. 32 wow. points of damage. And uh, as you draw your perfectly aimed space killer yeah you perfectly aim bow you kind of the the silver runes on the back of your your new longbow kind of shimmer as you let your arrow fly and your magical weapon was able to uh get through any resistances that it may have and and just one shot this specter yes your arrows somehow find something to contact in this ethereal form and it just dissipates bring just like Blows on the arrow and her fingers and, like, dusts the dirt off her shoulder and just, like, she's so feeling herself right now. <laughs> so Gozer had been studying the rock this whole time, and she looks up just as Brynn shoots her arrow and to see the specter disappear, and goes back to studying the rock, and goes to pick up the top rock, and just kind of weighs it in her hand. And it seems like it's just normal rock. I'm gonna throw it as far as I can. All right. Just because. So, uh, Shaft, you going to pick up that topaz or you want me to pick it up? I'm going to take my rapier. <laughs> I'm going to step back a couple steps, reach out with my arm as far as I can, knock it over, and close my eyes and grit my teeth. You do it I'm going to pick it up. To the topaz again? Yeah. Sure, and yeah, your, your little second hit with your rapier and goes picking up in her hand and nothing else appears from it. I'll take the pearls. And I, I'm, well, I'm gonna weigh, I'm gonna weigh this, uh, what is it, a topaz in my hand, yeah. and I get ready to look like I'm gonna throw it. No, 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 hey, Gozer, 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 hey, um, you saw what I did to that specter there, uh, you think I could, you know, have some, have the treasure for what I did there? Come on. All treasure? This treasure? This yellow rock treasure? Yeah, I would like to have the yellow rock, it's pretty cool looking. Is that okay? I'll give you these three pearls. I put it in my pouch. 
Gold are you sure you don't want to trade? And I hold out the three pearls in my hand. No, Gozer want yellow. What else? What else is there on the ground? Just the the yellow topaz and the three pearls. Okay. Bryn takes one of the pearls and kind of like flicks it like a coin over at Shaft. Like, I don't know. I'm not fighting with her. I'm like, here, here's something. <laughs> so I get one of the pearls. Penny okay. for your thoughts. All right, I take it and I stick it in a bag of holding. <laughs> Oh, thanks, buddy. Hey, you're not here. <laughs> Metagaming. That was pretty tight. No one seems to care, but Bryn is feeling herself. <laughs> like. Uh, all right. Is it louder than before? Um, no, it kind of seems to be about the same volume. Um, that doesn't sound very friendly. We're, we're still... We're still wanting to save him, right? Yeah, I mean, does that sound like his cackle? That doesn't sound like... I don't know oh, if I've ever heard of cackle. Falzerns doesn't have that deep of a voice. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's go. We're just going to keep on following. Yeah, in another ten or so minutes in the, in the same direction, you, you come upon another one of these, these cairns. Same assortment of gems littered on the ground. Okay, this time how about... We have uh, Gozer go pick up one of them shiny stones, and then you get that fancy, dancy bow ready. Yeah, I mean, that spell you cast, it's, it, it's still good, right? Yeah, we can sneak up on it. Why sneak? No move till we pick up Jim. Well, we assume. I'm just going to walk up to it, and I'm going to kick one of the gems. Which one? Uh, The yellow one again. And as soon as you kick it, another one of these specters pours out of it. Goes or get it. I assume we have to roll initiative. We'll have first. to roll initiative again, yeah. Ooh! Yeah, four. Fourteen. Nineteen. Crap. I don't want to go first. Well, am I going first, or is the Spectre going first? You are going first. What about what about Thuft? Is Thuft rolling initiative since he's yeah, leveled he up? Yeah, he is. He's still there. What's Thuft rolling? <laughs> he rolls as, as, almost as bad as Gozer. Oh, shit. Oh, no. <laughs> Just trying to follow his king. Okay, I can't, uh, I didn't walk up there, so I guess we have a, you tell me, how far away are we? Yeah. I imagine you felt comfortable enough to get 30 feet, and then Gozer just, as you guys were kind of like, okay, one of you go, and then Gozer just walked up, so. I'll shoot my hand crossbow then. Okay. 14. Yep, that's it. Uh, five points of damage. All right. And I guess I can do a second attack on that, or is that yeah, that just... um, not with your hand crossbow. It's only because it still it still has the loading property. So that specific weapon you won't you can't fire twice unless you have the specific feat that allows you to do so. I do not. So I'm done. Okay, uh, Bryn, you're up. All right, I'm gonna do the same thing I did last time, <laughs> like with all the confidence <laughs> in the world. I'm gonna be like, <laughs> watch this, watch kids. One. And my attack is. 14. That is a hit. Alright, so I still hit, so she's still feeling good. Okay. And it's engaged with Shaft? Uh, it's engaged with Gozer. Oh, it's engaged with Gozer, okay. Sneaky, sneaky, though. 19. Wow, and Bryn again just loose his arrow. <laughs> you, still put it, you still put it down and with your one shot, and again, it just kind of dissipates and, and disappears. Killed it! And she, like, <laughs> she, like, takes her bow, like, lowers her bow, and she, like, kisses her bicep. <laughs> yeah, baby. Okay. Gozer picks up the yellow topaz and pockets it. And she she looks at Gozer, and she's like, Gozer! What? That, come on. I'm the one killing these stupid ghosts that keep popping out. Can I not have one of those gems, please? Maybe. This one might. Can I try to persuade her? Leland? Please, can I try to persuade her? No, I'm not gonna get you. To, you can't roll a persuasion. Whatever, roll a um, deception. With, what do I roll? If you wanna, if you want to actually come up with a lie to tell to Gozer, I'll, uh, you can try to deceive her. But I'm not. Uh, I don't know. This I don't, is the I, same crap with Shaft. Okay. Yeah, I don't wanna. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't like you being able to like just roll a good. If you roll twenty on a persuasion, I, like Gozer's just gonna do what you say. I don't know about that. But if you tell a, you tell a believable lie, then Gozer can decide whether or not... Okay. This is one of those moments where I'm going to take a minute, so just give me a second to think of something. 
Gozer's going to pick up the top rock from the carn again and, and play with it for a little bit and then try and balance it on Thuff's head. And gets, stand still, Thuff. Okay, Thuff puts his, gonna... puts his arms out to his side. Balance. Am I, am I, am I doing it, King? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Watch this. And he raises one leg. Oh, crap. But then he falls. Yeah, I was going to say, the, I knocked the other <laughs> leg out from under him. <laughs> Can, okay, so does Bryn know if a topaz is more valuable than a ruby? Would she have that knowledge? Um, brr, you, yeah, I get, I suppose so. You wouldn't know its exact value, but you know the ruby is worth much more than a topaz. Than a, it is okay. Than the topaz, yeah. Okay, so Bryn looks at Gozer and she like takes out her little bag of of gold and she's like, Gozer, I will pay you for that gem right now. I just want like a token, like I want like a trophy to prove that I took these ghost down in one shot like please and I get a hundred gold no I hold out like three gold pieces in my hand no fifty gold I'll give you fifty gold fifty gold yeah can I tap both of them for fifty gold no why Gozer come on man one shot I got these guys for you Gozer give you first yellow gem fifty gold there's more of these um Karens down there you can see them right did we actually see any, Leland? Didn't you say there was more? You can kind of maybe make out some more sparkles a few hundred feet down. You have next one, then. You'll let me keep the next one? Yes. You promise? She rolls her eyes. <laughs> that doesn't translate to podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I pick up all the pearls and put them in with a bag of holding. Okay. I hold out 25 in my hand. I say, please, goes are just one of those. Please. 50. I just want one. 50. Bryn's like super pissed as so she walks away. Walks towards the next shiny thing in the distance. <laughs> and as you continue again, you just kind of hear this this laughter around you. It doesn't seem like uh, it's it's exactly in response to anything that you guys are doing as it's kind of seemingly coming just like it's just like kind of this weird phenomenon that occurs uh, around you. Okay, I don't have a good feeling about this, but let's keep going. Yeah. Do Toads laughed? What's that? Toads laugh? I don't think it's a toad. I don't know what it is, but I don't think it's a toad. I have a feeling it's Falzern's girlfriend. So Bryn keeps walking towards the next shiny thing that you said we saw. Yeah, absolutely. Um, how about you all give me uh, give me another survival check here? Twelve. Nine. Seventeen. So you're still able to maintain the tracks, uh, and you kind of also notice like it's the the these this tracks just they look as if they just are completely ignoring these cairns as they are also still moving past them. So whatever this creature is, it doesn't seem to have any interest in these these gems. And you also can kind of tell from the amount of time you've been traveling that you've you've gone pr- probably pretty close to about nine or ten miles, uh, which. As Falzern had previously described to you, as you all know, is about the range of the iron token that Falzern used to, to to speak with Isabella as well. Oh, shoot. So I got a couple questions. What time of day is it? So I would say it's probably uh, midday. Okay. What's, What's the weather? The weather? <laughs> <laughs> well, judging by Jinx. the glint of sunlight off of the gemstones in the distance, it would be a clear... Sunny day. As the, the, the previous night's storm has uh, finally blown through and the skies are nice and cleared and blue on this otherwise ominous feeling day. Bryn's looking extra good in that sunlight, you know? <laughs> the other question I have <laughs> is the cackle comes. Does that happen right after we have a battle? No, as I, as I said, it's now he occurred said... more than just the, the times okay. that you've heard it on mic. It's kind of again intermittently and seemingly not coming in response to things you're doing but as if it's just its own phenomena for for the region that you are currently traveling all right you guys i'm going gozer says i can get this one i'm going i'm going to this next gem up here yeah but don't you want gozer to go up first and then no. you use your fancy bow gozer I, not go first but gozer's Wait. not gonna help me that's the problem gozer you don't want to go up and get that i mean you can get the pearls this time stop get it king king yeah have it that's Thuff a fantastic go. idea. Yeah, Thuff can go. Thuff, will you go grab that? Will you go grab that topaz for me, please? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck it. I'll, I'll bring it back for King, though. And maybe King, maybe King give it to you. You heard her say that it's mine. You heard her say it's mine, Thuff, remember? <laughs> and Thuff will, uh, are you guys just sending him how far away he's staying from Thuff? He just leaves. About 30, 40 feet. I'll be 30 feet away. I was going to say, I'm going to be right on his tail, because I want to make sure that I can grab that. Well, you also want to use your bow. Yeah, so Thoth, uh, ranging about 30 feet uh, in front of you guys, kind of goes and he scoops up everything. Again, it's just like three more pearls and a yellow topaz. He scoops them up, and as he touches the yellow topaz, you don't see anything come out of this one. And he just kind of takes them and, and runs them over to Gozer. And I can't stop him at all right now, because I was right behind him. I moved up with him, and I want to stop Thoth, and I... And I uh... Okay, go ahead, and uh, I want you to roll a sleight of hand check. Well, he got a 19 on his. Oh, 13. He's evil. No, these are Thuffs now. You can't steal them from Thuffed. As he's running with them over to Gozer, he gets about 10 feet from you, Bryn, and suddenly he's just lifted 30 feet into the air. Ah, King! And that's our show. Our intro and outro music was created by Josh Jarvis. For your own musical inquiries, contact jamesmercymusic at gmail.com. All other music and ambient noise is courtesy of TabletopAudio.com. The Encouragement Party is sponsored by Critical Hit Design. Visit CriticalHitDesign.com for all of your graphic design needs. You can find more info on the characters and world at EncouragementParty.com. Enjoying the show? Have any questions or rules corrections? Email us. Contact at EncouragementParty.com or reach out on social media. The Encouragement Party on Facebook and Instagram at EncouragablePar on Twitter, using the hashtag AfterPartyIP for a shout-out during our behind-the-screen after-party episodes that drop every fourth release. Happy adventuring!